The following program contains themes and images that may not be suitable for most audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok under the name Panda Pig Inc. And be sure to like this video, subscribe, and ring the bell for more videos. Okay. All right. So. Yes. I have not read a decent book in a very long time. Yes. And I realize. What, it's well, not my mama. well, what what's your relationship with books first? If we're going to be my talking about it on the warm up. What's okay. your history with reading? Well, I won't go too deep considering I work with books. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want everyone in my business, okay? Mm -hmm. But when I was younger, I was very, very into books. And I read all the time. I read so much. Uh, not too much to where I would be considered a bookworm, but I was very... I read a lot. Mm -hmm. And then as time went on, especially because of school, too many textbooks, too much homework, had to read stuff I didn't want to read, you know. So, yeah. like, the love to read kind of died a bit. And then it just took very few good books to hold my attention because I have, like, the attention span is so tiny. Like, I just don't understand myself. So puny. Like mm -hmm. the size of a peanut. <laughs> so, then, so small. So, so very small. baby. And then recently, I stumbled upon a book, and I realized, because I realized internally that I really like psychological thrillers, so I figured, hmm, why not a book? Psychological thriller. Mm -hmm. And I realized, yes, I think that is more down my alley. Psychological thriller, maybe mystery and thriller, and maybe even horror for all I know. But I will say, fiction <laughs> and fluff and young adults, not so much. Yeah. It's just not my cup of tea. I don't think fantasy stuff and sci-fi. Well, I do like sci-fi. I lie about that. It just really depends. I don't think I'm, not, I'm dead on fluff. But anyways, came across a book and I was like, oh, what is this? And I finished it today. And I was like, wow. How long like did it take you to read it? Probably less than a week. I've only had it a few days. So, I know so I got what's, it last week, sometime last week. So, What's it called and, and who's the author? It's called The Silent Patient by Alex something. It starts with an M. I don't know the last name very well. It's Nicole. Something <laughs> along those lines. <laughs> okay, but okay. So the premise of it, what caught my attention, is because the first few pages, okay, you have this girl. Well, obviously, if you read this book, spoilers, because I'm just going to straight up say the whole book right now so I can tell Pig what I'm reading, so that way she don't got to read it. And if she wants to, sure, but she already knows what she's in for. Yeah, spoiler for The Silent Patient, um, probably yes. for the rest of this episode. Just in case, because I don't know how long it's going to take you to describe it to me. So probably for the next 15 <laughs> minutes, however long we record this. Spoiler, probably. spoiler, It just depends spoiler. on how how much I go deep into this. Mm -hmm. I like to go in detail when I watch or read or anything like that when I recite stories. I'm, I like storytelling. Mm -hmm. 
So the premise as to why I started to read it is because the first few pages, you have the main character. Her name is Alicia. Alicia is married to Gabriel. Alicia is a painter. Gabriel is a photographer, fashion photographer. Okay. Those two, they're married. Alicia has mental problems. You could tell she's going through life, whatnot. And she talks about how she's been wanting to write. And Gabriel's like, you know what? Here, I'm getting a journal. Gets her a journal. It's like, here, write in here. You know, treat it like a diary. Do whatever you want with that, you know? Mm-hmm. And she decides she's going to write everything positive in there, good things, you know, memories, whatever. And cool. Next mm-hmm. page. Alicia was 33 years old when she murdered her husband. (laughs) Why did she murder her husband? It sounds like they care. It sounds like they're in love. Mm -hmm. And so it talks about a little bit about how after she murdered her husband, because they found her standing up. Basically, she had her wrists cut and she had um, long ways or sideways. I I didn't really say. I just know they were cut, and that from I guess from a um, she also suicidal is what they were saying. They were saying she's mentally unstable. Um, They said Gabriel was found sitting in a chair. He was wired like he it was like a type of wire that he was tied at the ankles and stuff to a chair, Mm. and he shot. She shot him in the face, like five times and beat him up like he was so unrecognizable Hmm. and she never spoke a word ever since the murder all Mm. she did was paint a painting and it the painting is a self-portrait it's her naked in front of a blank canvas her wrists are bleeding and she has this like blank stare that looks at you and she called it alcestis like A L C E S T something S something okay. along those lines. So there's a whole story to that. So that was all they had. She didn't even speak in the trial or anything. Like it got it became famous all over the town because they're like, Oh my gosh, she murdered her husband. And where's no this? No one set? knows why. Uh found out it's in like Londonish Europe. Okay. Great Britain almost. I was I thought it was America. <laughs> it was not. So then I was like, okay. It went viral, whatever. Wow. Right. And she didn't even speak at the trial, so they pretty much declared her insane. Mm-hmm. And it was Gabriel's brother, Max, who was I think he was the lawyer and basically spoke for her and yeah, oh. she ended up in the institute. So her brother-in-law represented her. I believe so, yes. Okay. So, now we get a different perspective from a psychotherapist named Theo. Theo is married to a woman named Kathy, and she's an actress, aspiring actress, whatever. And he is a psychotherapist at a different ward, and he stumbles across Alicia's case because obviously it's blew up everywhere Mm -hmm. and he was like i want to help her and eventually um there was an opening at the institute where she's at which is called the grove and he's like so he knew he knew about her before he got the job yes so he was like Mm. i want to try to interview for this place 
he interviews, he gets the job. He's like, lit, I'm in, you know, I want to help her. You know, I want to know why. I want to understand her and I want right. to help her, you know, get better because he's, he's a psychotherapist. He's drawn to her. Yes. That so, sounds bad. Yeah. So then, obviously, my thoughts when I was first reading this, I'm thinking Harley Quinn, Joker, possible, right. yes, romance type thing. So then, what happens is, is he goes to this place, um, you meet, there's, um, there's, whatever we'll call him d i don't remember how to say it his name is d he's like the head of the department Mm. there's yuri he's a co-worker there's indira she's a co-worker and there's christian christian used to work with theo at back as his other job theo don't like christian okay christian he just no he don't like him and so Theo arrives to this ward. Oh, there's also Stephanie. Stephanie is supposed to be a bigger boss than D. Okay. okay. But whatever. Those are some people. Theo comes to the job and he gets a tour from Yuri. Yuri's nice. Yuri's a nice guy, you know. And he turns out there's a session going on where um, all the patients are kind of like in a circle, you know, discussing stuff. I. You know, one of those type of programs. It's like a group therapy. Yes, a group therapy. So he decides, you know, dive right in. Let's go observe, whatever. Okay. And he's looking for Alicia. Then he realizes Alicia's right in front of him. She Mm -hmm. looks so dead in the face because they drugged her up so bad. Because apparently she kept trying, like, multiple suicide attempts. Like, she is just off the charts crazy basically is what everyone's saying mm-hmm. and so he makes it known to d um think of d as like a theatrical person um very theatrical he loves the arts he has a passion for music he big has like a harp and a piano yes big personality very much like oh you know just mm-hmm. so he was he was telling him hey i want Alicia is my patient. Like, I want to help her and stuff. And obviously, everyone's looking at him like, bro, we've all tried. She ain't gonna talk. You tripping. You know. Why this does this sound like the, sound like the setup to a rom-com? <laughs> like, I, I mean, minus the fact that they're in a mental institution, but the fact that he's like, I'm just inexplicably drawn to her. And everybody's like, <laughs> come on, dude. You don't know what you're dealing you with, but it he's the be one. The way I'm portraying it. So, I mean, I mean, sometimes it can be like that. Where I mean, yeah. n- maybe not the comedy aspect, the the romantic aspect. There seems to yeah. be like an obsession with, with that power dynamic with uh, therapists Possibly. or mental health because they want to fix them. They're like, I can fix them. like a savior complex. You know? Yes. So, yeah, he ends up. Um, you know, encountering Alicia. And okay. he she's supposed to have someone with her at all times. And he tries to make it known, like, you know, I don't need assistance. I'll be fine. Um, she don't talk, obviously. She don't talk. She does attack him, though. Mm. And she tries to kill him. Nice. But she does. She doesn't succeed. How does she try so to kill I'm, him? Like, lunging she, at like, him? She literally leaped onto him and like just started bashing at him and he tried she tried to like 
Clear did they say what's like she... wrong with her? Like, like did, oh, I'll get there. Uh, did I'll they like give it like a diagnosis? I forgot what they said. I just know they were saying that they have they put the meds and stuff in there. They were saying what kind she was on, but basically he wanted to tone her down a notch. And when he did tone her down a notch, I think that's when she attacked. I well, it's one of the two. Okay. She just eventually started attack. Um. And basically, he was doing more research. Um, she has two contacts on her list. There's Max, who is the brother-in-law. Mm. And there is um, Jean something. Jean Felix. Jean Felix is a colleague, her old friend. She went to art school with him. Okay. A man. So, yes. Okay. Jean Felix, he actually... So, remember I told you about the painting in the beginning? How she yeah. only painted... He mm-hmm. ended up displaying her art in his gallery. And obviously because it, the case went everywhere, everyone lined up to see the painting. So everyone's seen this painting. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were just Good like, friend, oh, obviously huh? everyone already was like, oh, she totally murdered him. Oh, he to- she totally, like, she's a cruel bitch. Like that type of stuff, you know? Yeah. So... He tries to talk to Max, um, and we, as I'm reading the book, you also find out that Alicia's still writing in this diary, so you get little inserts of what's going on. So you get half of diary Alicia talking about what's going on in her life and her relationships with these people, but then you also have Max, I mean not Max, Theo, sorry, Theo's the one who's the psychotherapist, and you hear about his life and what's going on with him and his wife kathy so what's she been saying through her entries so in her entries uh she talks about how max actually assaulted her and how she's threatened to tell her husband and stuff um max obviously has a thing for um alicia well you said she threatened to tell her husband or she did tell her husband she didn't tell him she has not Okay. She's threatened to tell her husband, but obviously she's also afraid of Max. Max is very intimidating to her in a way, but also at the same time, you know, he assaulted her, and it's just like, what the heck? So it's totally traumatizing, but I believe the brothers, they're um, stepbrothers, because mm-hmm. um, Gabriel and Max, they are the parents originally adopted uh, Max because they couldn't have kids, but then they ended up having a kid which is gabriel Mm. so that's what happened um but it's interesting because it's like okay you have max he's this way and he's just gross he's just he sucks i'm gonna tell you that he just sucks and he's (laughs) if you had to compare uh, him to another character think of him as a bald man who's just gross and just pretentious and just ego whatever workaholic is like all. that's how i was imagining him. like rich alpha male in a way i could see that yeah stubborn ass jackass thinks he's above shit um thinks he can control things you know oh like a like um, a narcissistic yes i think he was narcissistic in my opinion mm. um but he was obviously with his receptionist tanya and tanya fears him you could tell um so Theo encounters actually he goes to meet Max and he actually encounters them and stuff and she tells Theo hey you should if you want to know more about Alicia talk to her cousin Paul 
So you get a little more. I'll give you a little more backstory about Alicia. Does she have Alicia. any female friends? <laughs> I'll give you more background. So Alicia, her mother um, ended up dying in a car accident. She was in the car. Her father hung himself. She lived in the house after her mom died. She lived in the house with the dad, her cousin, and her aunt. Her aunt was a total bitch. She was totally controlling, terrible person. Um, and her cousin Paul, sweet guy, but he's basically mama's boy, and he's stuck staying eight years old, basically, in the house. So, obviously, she's like, I need to get the fuck out of here. Right. Um, totally traumatizing. It was bad. Um, the only female that I ever remember kind of like a friend was in um, her neighbor, her and Gabriel's neighbor. Her name is Barbie. Oh. Think of her as like literally a Barbie, but an annoying Barbie. Like, oh, she didn't know. even get to have a good friend. No, it's not even a good friend. Like, even Jean Felix was like a friend, and he was like, he's he was very selfish. He was so basically, she has nobody in her world that's in her no. corner. No, pretty much. The only one who really cares about her is that she claims is Gabriel, so she loves Gabriel, right? So. You know, we learn more and stuff as time goes on. Um, yeah, as we're going back and forth between life and their lives and stuff. But let me give you a little bit about Theo. Theo, he has Kathy. They actually met because they were dating two other people. And um, they ended up having an affair with each other. And he just ended up breaking it off with the girlfriend because he was like... In total, all of Kathy. He ended up hooking up with her that night. He met her like. Okay. Was, yeah. They end up getting together. They even eventually moved in together later that year. And then the following year, they, like a few months later, they got married. So oh, wow. they've been married ever since. Yeah. So they happily, happily married? Yeah, they're happily married. Okay. So, yeah, they're fine. Um, well, the thing is, is that we find out that Kathy has been cheating. These hoes ain't loyal. Mm -mm. He finds out because he decided to get high, and she doesn't like when he gets high, so he hides his weed. But he was so stoned that once he stumbled across her laptop, and I guess she had it open that she was talking to some guy, mm -hmm. and he didn't know if he was dreaming of this or not. But basically, this ended up, fast forwarding and we find out like yeah he starts following and yeah she's cheating how you find sure him cheating. is how you lose him exactly like it got so bad that he even followed her with the guy to the woods and they started doing it in the woods like bruh okay like, so okay so yeah. theo theo's not the best theo is not the best he's not in just it was bad. I was like, bro, what are you doing? Right. But he loves Kathy. But Kathy don't love him. So it's sad. Um, but anyway, so he's trying to help Alicia. Um, things aren't working. She won't talk. When she he talks to Jean Felix, Jean Felix says, Give her some paint. You know. Well, I'm sorry. Give her paint. Oh, I thought you said give her some pain and I was like, Excuse me? No, give her paint. <laughs> Let her paint. And she does. She ends up painting. She mm -hmm. ends up painting a portrait of, like, the building on fire. Nice. And the 
Theo is the one holding her, carrying her in his arms. And we don't know if it's him saving her or it looks like he's bringing her to the fire. So we don't know which one. Okay. Either way, he's in there. And actually, it ended up with the situation because there's a point where there's this other girl at the Institute. They got into a mishap because she wrote slut on the painting because basically they're saying that she's seducing the psychotherapist and okay. Alicia so I was not taking... off about the romantic vibes <laughs> Alicia took the um, paintbrush and jammed it into her eye because you know nice. obviously, okay. Reasons. okay so eventually Alicia gets Alicia and Theo their sessions end up getting to the point where she gives him her diary and in the diary she's he starts to learn she was afraid Okay. the events leading up to the situation of what that night on what happened. She was afraid of a man who was watching her. There was a man that was watching her outside her house and she knew he was watching. And every time she went to go look or something, he would just disappear. Why do I feel so, like it's Theo? She sounds crazy. And she's just like, oh, my God. What is going on? But Gabriel don't believe her. And the thing is, she used to be suicidal and stuff. Um, She went crazy after the dad killed himself. He hung himself. So Gabriel's like, we need to get you on meds again. Okay. Okay. Like, this is not okay. So we find out later from Theo that she has been seeing Christian. Christian was uh, is one of the people working at the psychiatric ward. He's actually the one prescribing her the medications. He saw her and prior to her yes, and he didn't even speak at the trial or anything. Basically, they he didn't even admit he knew her or or anything. Mm. And we find out that he was actually Gabriel's friend, mm. so he was doing Gabriel a favor. But he wasn't even really like a doctor yet. But still, he was treating her. And he was getting paid, but he could get in a lot of trouble, basically. Yeah. So we, f- we find out that's a bit of a secret there. Okay. But he puts her on some meds, and she don't want to take him. Right. Um, and she's just like, no. like, And she starts logging this down like, you know, she's afraid. She's being watched. You know, she's being watched. And she tells Barbie, too, like, Barbie, um, that she was afraid as well. And... Um, you know, she, there was a gun that she was upset with her husband about, um, but I eventually find out that she tries to hide it in the cupboard because, you know, self-defense, she's worried, whatever. Okay. Okay. So we fast forward and whatnot. And we also learn about Theo and his situation with Kathy. And we realize that Theo is capable of doing bad because he almost he followed the guy that's Mm -hmm. sleeping with his wife Mm -hmm. and he nearly almost smashed his head in but he didn't he almost did so we theo's theo's been sus from the beginning yes so we realize theo is capable okay so we're just like oh shit you know right but anyways we finally get alicia to talk and she decides to tell a story okay and she tells him what happened. 
And what happened is, what had she happened says was. that night, yes, what had happened was, because the reason she's trusting him now is because Theo's the only one who believes there is a third person. Mm-hmm. No one else believes her. They think she's lying. Okay. So, he decides, uh, she decides to tell him what happened. She said that night, um, you know, she went to go paint. She went to her studio to paint. Mm-hmm. And this man was in the house. He broke in. And um, he tied her up. And then eventually she got a phone call from Gabriel, found out that he's going to come late, come home late. So he kind of tortures her a bit. Um, and he waits till Gabriel comes home. And this man, all she sees are eyes. That's all she sees are eyes. She can't see anything. Like, he has his, he's, like, all in black, basically. Okay. He just, like, looks, looks like a dark figure. Like, she doesn't see anything. And, basically, Gabriel comes home, and he said, don't say anything, don't, or else I will kill him. Well, he ends up tying Gabriel up as well. So, Gabriel and Alicia are both tied up. And then eventually, Alicia talks about how, um, I can't remember this part well, because everything moved pretty quickly at this point. Um, I don't remember it, honestly. I'm going to move on, though, but I'm going to say, basically, it gets to the point where after she tells the story, he thinks she's lying. And because there was inaccuracies. He tells... D, you know, the head of the place, and D also thinks she's lying. So they said they're going to continue the next time they come in, okay? So the next day we find out Alicia OD'd, so, mm. but she's in a coma. So mm. she's not dead. She's in a coma. Um, so apparently she was snuck drugged somehow after revealing all this, and what happens is Theo goes to examine her and stuff, and he realized this was done to her, that someone is trying to murder her because there's a needle in her. So she was injected with the medication to OD. Mm. And basically, it got to the point where they were thinking all the stuff, like whether it's Theo or Christian or Yuri. They tried to blame Yuri because they were saying Yuri's too friendly with patients. We did find out Yuri is selling drugs to the patients. Nice. Fun fact. Um, Christian, on the other hand, gets, um, you know, he's the one that ends up going into custody with the police. He goes under investigation because um, he was the one who was involved with Alicia. So Theo tells that history. he has reason to believe that Christian is trying to keep Alicia silent. Okay. Well, we flip back to Theo and Kathy, the story. And Theo is trying to deal with the whole situation with Kathy. You know, he sees this man is sleeping with his wife and he has a wife himself. And he's like, I want to tell the wife, but I don't want to come off as a creep. Well, we come to find out he's that third person. Theo? He is the third person. Because <sighs> Knew it. He, Knew you know, it. He was the third person. 
However, it keeps going. Okay, okay. So he did break in. He did get in. And he did put something over his face um, because he went to go tell her. But he got, you know, um, she came out and went to her studio and he panicked and he put something over his face so that way to cover his face because, you know, obviously panic. And then that's when she saw him. And he obviously, things escalated because she caught him. And he tried to change his voice and he did tie her up and whatnot. And when Gabriel came home, he was talking about how, oh, you know, you don't really love your wife because you're doing mine. Mm-hmm. You know, like, he's like, he goes, tell me you die for your wife right now. Tell me you die for your uh, wife right now. Okay, okay. And she was like, you know, and remember, I forgot to tell you, Alicia already had trauma about her dad because uh, her dad had said that he wished it was her that died instead of the mom. Man, you got to so, give Alicia the worst fucking life author. Yes. <laughs> so Alicia just, she just not loved, okay? So she loves Gabriel so much. And she's hearing this, that Gabriel's cheating. And she's like, Gabriel, like, you know, tell me, tell him you love me, blah, 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 you know? And because, you know, he said, you know, tell her you die for her. And she's like, Gabriel, tell me you love me. Tell me you love me. And eventually he goes, I don't want to die. Damn. And it's like, it be like that. He basically killed her. <laughs> he basically killed her. So what happened was, is that, so they're back to back, right? Right. Gabriel and Alicia are back to back. They're tied up. Theo goes over to Alicia. And what he does is, he shoots at the ceiling. And what happens is when he shoots at the ceiling, he um, ends up untying Alicia's hands and stuff, and he kisses her on the cheek and leaves. And she unties the rest of herself. Gabriel thinks he's she died or something because she's not making a noise. She's not saying anything. And he's sobbing whatnot. She comes around, and obviously she's upset because he... She find out he cheating and he wants he would rather her die than him. Right. So she feels like he killed her. We yeah she did she did eventually she's the one who did kill him. Right. She did she's the one who pretty much shot him and stuff. Now this is how what ends up playing out. She wrote in the diary that she knew it was Theo. The entire time. Like when she saw Theo yep. at the thing, yep. she wrote an entry of it. But Theo hasn't read that entry though. She he okay. didn't know he was in this. She was like, What sick joke is this? Did you come here to torture me? Are you just here to like flaunt this to me, you know? Right. But in Theo's mind, he's here because he wants to help her because he feels bad. Cause yeah, he's like, I'm yeah, so bullshit. Sorry. Bullshit. Bullshit. Yeah. Okay. So then what happened was, is that you have this whole thing where it's like, okay, she's writing down what's going on. She pretty much writes on the whole encounters with them two and stuff and how she's basically reeling him in. Everyone's thinking it's a romantic thing. Really, she wants to kill him. She yeah. wants to kill him. And then she finds, and after like she already told him the stuff, um, he was the one who put the needle into her. Of course she he knew. was. She knew, so she wrote it down while she still had time, so she wrote it down, and she hid the journal. Now, the thing is, 
Theo couldn't find the journal after Alicia went into a coma. They all cleared out her stuff because it doesn't look like she's going to wake up anytime soon. Right. He can't find the journal. Can't find it anywhere. Whatever. And the reason this is such a plot twist is because we, when we hear about Theo and Kathy, they don't say what time period this is. That's why it's such a plot twist. Is that Theo and Kathy, it sounds like this is happening at the same time when really this happened prior and Alicia and Theo in the whole psych ward is happening now. So we come back to now to Theo coming home to Kathy. Kathy's depressed. Kathy's Wait, overweight. hold on. How is it Kathy's a plot twist again? The plot twist is when you're reading it, it sounds like this is happening at the same time. You're What's reading happening it at in the, the pers- same time? You're reading it in the perspective of he's working, helping Alicia... But he also comes home to Kathy and is learning about the affair and is trying to deal with the affair. This oh. is happening at two different times. Okay, so they're they're presenting his marital issues as if they're co-occurring with his treatment yes. of Alicia. Yes. But, but it's, it's not. not. Gotcha. Turns out the affair happened prior, which led to the murder. Right. And then the treatment is now. Correct. So this is two different time periods. Yeah. So that's why it's a plot twist. Because when you're actually reading it, yes, when you're actually reading it, it sounds like he's going through it. He's going through it and he's relating to her because he's going through marital shit as if he hates his wife, blah, blah, blah. Right. That's not it. No, they're more like flashbacks. Yes, but they don't say that. But so you don't now, know that. So now we're on present day. Alicia's in a coma. Gabriel's obviously dead. You have Kathy is still with Theo. They live back at, I think it's his home now because um I think the dad passed away or something. But she, they live there. She is overweight. She's depressed. All she does is watch TV and eat junk food. That's really it. She doesn't even care to listen to him. I'm pretty sure she probably possibly fell in love with Gabriel. So, obviously, this became traumatic for everyone. Well, yeah, also, Um, the person you've been having an affair with is brutally murdered. (laughs) Yeah. That's a bit traumatic. That is, and it went viral, went all over the news. Mm -hmm. Um, So then, you know, he tries, he comes home, you know, she's acting the same way. Now, I told you about how authorities had came, right, to the ward, and they were dealing with Christian and stuff. Well, authorities show up at Theo's door, and apparently they came across the diary Mm. because Jean-Felix saw the painting of the burning building and stuff and where Theo is carrying Alicia. It's funny because that's the one that um, uh, Theo hates the most out of all her paintings. Mm -hmm. Um, But as Jean-Felix picked it up, it was behind the painting. In the top left corner, that's where she nice. hid the diary. So he gave it to authorities, and that's where they found the last entry. And he was reading it to Theo, where it says that he stuck a needle into Alicia's arm. And then this is where pretty much he's about to read the entry where what we just read and how she knew it was Theo. Gotcha. How she recognized him from the beginning. So that's where it kind of left off. That was really it. Everything else is left to the imagination. So at the end of the day, he got caught. Um, Does she ever wake but... up? Nope. Suck. Yeah. yeah. 
like the author really did Alicia Dirty, honestly. Seriously. Like they, she, like, they did a really granted bad. it's a thriller, but like her life sucks on the whole. Oh yeah. It was it was bad. So so, so what were all of your thoughts about it then? Some of my thoughts were I wish I could see the paintings. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to see a lot of the paintings. She, they talked about different paintings. She did a painting of the car accident with the mom. She did a painting of Gabriel as Jesus, like on a cross. Um, she did a painting of herself, obviously, the Alcestis. She did a painting of her aunt because she hates her aunt. She made her like a, a really, because she's really overweight, like an elephant is how they described it. And then... Um, I feel like this author hates women and fat people. <laughs> I think so, too. But that's, um, I wanted to see those. I think it was really interesting because when they talk more about the play and how it coincides more and it's more of a reason as to why she's silent, it talks about this whole thing of, like, um, being killed twice, this whole betrayal, basically, of love. Right. I guess I think the story was... There's a man who is destined to die, and the wife is willing to sacrifice herself. And the man said, yes, do that. She dies, goes to Hades, she comes back, and she's back with the husband, but she doesn't speak ever again. Oh. Because basically he killed her. So, so it's an it was kind of along those that. lines, yes. So they tie that in a lot, and also they were saying, like, you know, she named the painting that of herself. And apparently they even say there's a part where... Theo catches, like, if you look at the painting a certain way, um, you see a figure, like a man, mm. in the back. But he does, you don't say, like, oh, if it looks like him or whatever. Interesting. But, yeah. I think it was crazy because I was, like, some of my thoughts was, like, if it really made sense. Because there was a point where one of them was, like, oh, you're going to fall in love with Alicia. Go home to your wife, Kathy, you know. But then I had to think about it. That was the thing that kind of caught me off guard is I'm like, did you really do a good job of separating the timelines? You know, because I was like, those are some questions I had in my mind. Um, Stuff like that. I did think it was going to be like a Harley Quinn and Joker thing originally. Like, oh, Mm -hmm. patient falls in love. You know, it's a manipulative thing. Definitely was going that direction when you would read it. It definitely sounded like he kept advocating for her and just kept trying to stand up for, like, he was her knight in shining armor type of thing. Um, Because, obviously, his marriage life is going to shit and he can do this for Alicia. So they really made it sound convincing. So, other than that. I feel like... (laughs) um, (laughs) I just lost my train of thought. Um... (laughs) It sounds very interesting. Um, I like the idea of, of the plot twist of the of the timelines being different. But I think the thing that immediately gave me red flags for him is that as a mental health professional, he was seeking out a particular patient, which to me was like alarm bells. You're either a murderer or you have a history. <laughs> Well, he also had to go to therapy himself before because he has trauma. And he talks about how he has similar childhood trauma like Alicia. So that's how they kind of try to tie it in the beginning. And how um, he talks about his relationship with his therapist and how eventually he becomes a psychotherapist. So there's a lot more to it and stuff. But definitely 
I think Wakada for me too is like one, you have a particular interest in her. It looks, it sounds more like you're attracted to her for some odd reason, whether it's sexual reasons, your own personal interest or something like that was a red flag. Um, another red flag was when I realized like, you know, you're getting a bit much with excessive when it came to the whole Kathy cheating. Mm-hmm. He was getting very obsessive with stuff like that. Um, but it didn't occur to me because the thing that they also tried to make it sound like, because like I said, um, they made Alicia sound like she was an unstable mental place. If you read the book, the book tries to portray the third person as realistically just her. Like, it's just her playing both parts. Right. She's just seeing this. It's not real. Mm-hmm. So that was also the theory as well. So there were so many things. There was a lot of stuff there. Someone could also read it and be like, wait, this makes no sense. Um, but I, I mean, another it sounds like it view, makes sense to me. I think it makes sense. It also, it could either be oversimplified. It could also be, the book could also be taken as too complicated. But I think it was done enough. I feel like there was some stuff that could have been done better, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But obviously, I still think it was pretty solid. I think it was what, a solid book. What kept you in it? Was it the writing I, style and the the pacing? I think it was a writing style pacing it was a little slow sometimes but it was still enough information to keep me interested like Mm. it kept moving it wasn't a lot of fluff it was just like okay we're moving from this case to this case to this case to this case okay he's gonna talk to the brother-in-law now okay well we find out the brother-in-law did this shit to alicia okay now we gotta go talk to the cousin you know yeah like let's so (laughs) alicia gets assaulted she gets a horrible childhood an unloving family uh a cheating husband uh um the uh, mistress's actual husband breaks and Mm -hmm. enters into your home and essentially like forcibly imprisons you in your living room and (laughs) makes you snap you kill your husband and then in this sick twisted way seeks you out as a client for psychotherapy alicia it's funny because <laughs> she she needs she needs like a, a small win <laughs> dude it's funny because it's like she's the patient but it's really theo that's really the patient here yeah he's the one that needs the help because well, you yeah. can already tell he had problems. He had to see his own therapist and stuff. But it's like, bro, you even put her in a coma because, like, you didn't kill her. But at least, like, you know, now you can go still see her, you mm-hmm. know, take care of her. You feel bad for her. Take her out of her misery. But she's sleeping. Like, yeah. bro. I think the thing that I find gross is not only how Theo as a mental health professional treated her. But how she was treated by the other mental health professionals, how nobody believed her and she was just classified as just generally um, mentally ill, you know, like, I think that's also gross. They, yeah, they ended up just drugging her up um, constantly. No one really listened to her because um, she didn't really tell anyone about a third person about someone being mm-hmm. there. 
So it's like, how do you explain to someone like this third person that broke into your house and this is what made you go over the edge, you know? So it's like, um, they didn't believe her. She told Barbie. Barbie had a picture, but it looked like a blob. And when they showed authorities, they didn't believe her. Mm. So, you know, it was, um, yeah. But wow. a lot of her friends, you could tell they're all very narcissistic. They're very selfish. No one really gave a rat's ass about her, honestly. And it, make, it makes perfect sense why she's dealing with mental shit. Yeah, or why she snapped. That's yes, crazy. for sure. That's yeah. crazy. It was, good, it was a good solid book, though. That's good. I was telling Pig that I give it a probably good 3.8 out of 5, maybe a 4.2, depending on how I feel about it. But <laughs> it's not too... I think, it's, I think it's solid, though. I think it was solid. I feel it. It was solid, though. Like, obviously not perfect. But then again, what could be perfect is a psychological thing. It's supposed right. to have different interpretations. So I liked it. I think it was a worth a read. Cool. That's good. Sounds legit. Yeah. I like stories like that where um, you have the twists and the turns. Yes. Uh, you're so good at guessing, though. You're like, oh, I bet you it's Theo. <laughs> of course you guess. I'm bad. See? That's also why I have a hard time reading thrillers because I like obviously when you write stories there's going to be a formula and a good author is going to leave breadcrumbs for the reader to figure out who it is because if you do the opposite where you leave no indication of who it could be that's also unsatisfying. So there is this satisfying thing of reading the story following along and being able to pick out who it is but the key to it being good is to leave those breadcrumbs subtly enough to where you don't really put the pieces together till closer to the climax and I think that's why I have a hard time um watching a lot of mysteries or reading a lot of mysteries because I'll guess it too soon and I want to enjoy it and guess it later. But I'll still watch them and read them anyway because I just enjoy those <laughs> types of stories. Which makes sense. I you totally know. feel it, though. I mean, it took me a couple books to read through, like, just the summaries, just to find one that reeled me in. I was like, why can't I find, like, a good hook on these books? And then I was like, oh, well, that hooked me. Yeah, She's fine. Happy marriage. Yes. Okay, she was this age when she murdered her husband. Why? Yes, they that's a great happy. hook. That's a great hook. That was a really good hook. I definitely agree. Good hook. Like, yes. That's why I give it a lot of props. Yeah. 4.2 is when is the reason is for that. <laughs> the hook is a 4.2. <laughs> but minus the hook, it's a 3.8. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I love that. Hook I love stories 4. like 2 that. 4.2 for sure. I think it was really good. Yeah, I love that. There was this um, kind of similar feeling book that I read called, I think it's just called Kiss. And it's one of those essentially the girl goes into a coma, wakes up, doesn't remember the last so many months. And um, she's got a new boyfriend and a new life and things are seemingly better. But then somebody's trying to kill her. And she's trying to figure out who and why and and how what happened in those missing months. Interesting. Yeah, that was a good one. I read that one a couple of years ago. But yeah, there is something about 
those because it keeps your brain engaged because you're trying to solve it while you're reading it and trying to make sense of it. Sometimes they're simple. Sometimes it's a little more twisty and turny. Yeah. But as long as it's not too easy, then it's like, come on now. (laughs) (laughs) So the the summary of this bonus episode is going to be Panda explains the plot of the silent patient plus discussion. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) I feel that. I mean, if I find another good book, that's pretty much what I would do again. Yes. Like here, pig. Here's a story time. Maybe, maybe the next bonus episode I described to you that haunted house book I read. Ooh, that'd be good. And then you could talk about how angels scared the bejesus out of you. Mm-hmm. So is that what are we gonna start as a separate podcast where we describe the plots to books? Plots to things that we watch or read, just. So we could tell each other so we don't have to watch it ourselves. <laughs> things things that I want to tell you about, but I know that you will not watch or read. But basically, I'm going to give you the wiki. Explain it to you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I feel, you know what? That's not a bad idea. Yeah. I think that that'd be fun. It goes, we log out whatever we want to tell each other. So I think that's out. a great idea. We could do more of that. Yeah, bonus episodes. Bonus episodes of just explaining shit to each other that um yes that we know it's the other person jargon. is going to do. <laughs> all our jargon. <laughs> all right, are you ready to start this episode? Almost an hour in. Yeah. Okay. All right, cool.